Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 45. Thank you very much for joining me and welcome to all of my new listeners of which I've had an influx of this last few weeks thanks to the lovely Fran who has shouted me out on her podcast. So if you are new to this one, welcome. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy. I'm sorry I've not been around for a few weeks. I've been ill and I don't really like to talk about being ill because... You know, your words are creating, but I have been ill for a few weeks with various different unfortunate illnesses. So I'm okay now. I've had a word with my spirit guides last night and I was like, please sort this shit out. And I've woken up feeling much better, but I still sound like a snot rag. So please excuse me snotting all the way through this podcast. I will try to keep it to a minimum. Can you believe that it is less than a week until Christmas? How time flies when you're having fun, I cannot believe it. But I'm not actually feeling, well, I'm I'm feeling quite festive, but I'm not looking very festive. I've got like a tree that's about a foot tall. It's a very nice tree. It's a real tree, but it is about a foot tall and one garland. And normally I am the most festive bitch you've ever met. There are lights everywhere. But I don't know, I've just not got into it this year. So I've finished work now and hopefully I will get more into the Christmas spirit now I'm feeling a bit better. I haven't bought a single present (laughs) and it is currently about four or five days until Christmas, so that's alarming. Not a single one, but luckily I am going away for Christmas. I'm going to Austria, so maybe I'll get away with it. Maybe I won't need to do as much Christmas shopping this year. I hope you're all enjoying the run-up to Christmas and getting festive and that you are not full of snot like I am. Before I start, I need to tell you two completely random things, but as you are all like my best friends, I feel like I just need to share anything that I find that improves my life with you guys. The first one is, have you watched the documentary Stuts on Netflix? Because if you've not please go and watch it now. It's really, really good. It's a documentary by Jonah Hill about his therapist and the tools that this particular therapist uses and he's a little bit different to the norm and I found it so interesting. In fact, I might do a podcast about some of the tools that he uses because I'm just reading his book at the minute. So if you've not watched it, go and watch Stutz over the Christmas holidays, S-T-U-T-Z, on Netflix. And secondly, if you don't have an electric blanket, I feel like you should go and get one immediately because it has been the best thing I have ever owned to the point where I've now got one on my couch as well as on my bed. It's transformational it makes me so happy especially because it's been so unusually cold in England over the past week or so oh amazing I have slept like a baby so if you don't have an electric blanket or you think they're just for little old grannies please can you go and get yourself one because it will change your life I've barely even had the eating on fantastic right that's it let's get started so today I'm going to be talking about becoming delusional, a word which has been used to describe me many times in my life. (laughs) So the word delusional has got a bit of a bad reputation because 
it's usually associated with going mad or it's used as like an insult. But if you can choose to become delusional, it's one of the best things that you can do to help you manifest your desires, in my opinion. So the word delusion means, as per the dictionary, a false belief or judgment about an external reality held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary, occurring especially in mental conditions. So like I said before, it's usually associated with people who are going mad. However, the more I get into this journey and the longer I spend around other people who are also into law of attraction, manifestation, mindset, spirituality, I've discovered that actually they're all mad as well. (laughs) So maybe it's not... Oh, what was that noise? Never heard that one before. It's not that we're going mad. It's that we are waking up to what is not mad. So, yeah, if you can become delusional, it's going to help you. Because we're actually all already delusional. But most people are delusional in a way that's detrimental to themselves rather than beneficial. But if you can switch that around, then you're going to find that being delusional is actually very beneficial. So I'm going to be talking, first of all, about some examples of how you are already delusional. (laughs) Or at least some examples of how you might be delusional, which are working against you rather than for you. So the first example is a personal one of my own that I have experienced many, many times And I know that lots of you probably have as well, especially if you are a female, but not strictly. Just uh, I know lots of my female friends and family also have this very detrimental delusion. So a few years ago, probably like five years ago, I went on holiday and we were staying in this beautiful villa that was overlooking the most gorgeous beach in Marira in Spain. And if for anybody who's been there, it was over El Portet Beach and it was absolutely beautiful and I was really looking forward to it. So I had not been on holiday for about a year or so at that point and I hadn't put my swimming costume on for a while. And when I got there, I thought, right, I am going to go straight in the sea because it just looked so amazing. So I put my swimming costume on and I went in the bathroom And then I thought, oh, hang on a minute, you are the term that we've all used many times over our life, or most of us will have, too fat. I'm too fat. I've measured it against the scale of acceptable fatness, and I had deemed myself to be too fat. So everybody's ready, everybody's got the flip-flops on, the beach towels, And I come out of the bathroom exclaiming, I can't go, I can't go, I'm too fat. It says on the non-existent scale of fatness that I have measured in at too fat. Now, I did obviously end up going to the beach, as everybody stood there waiting for me. But I went to the beach instead of with my swimming costume on, which I now spend approximately 80% of my life in a swimming costume and give zero fucks what anybody thinks. At that time in my life... I would have uh, put on a t-shirt and a sarong and probably 
I don't know, a long anorak or anything to cover myself up because I was deluding myself into believing that as I walked on the beach and sat down, everybody would reel back in horror, go, oh, look how fat that woman is. It's hurting my eyes. So it was completely delusional. And I'd really looked forward to this holiday and the beach just looked so nice. It was so beautiful. The water looked absolutely amazing. It was bright blue. It was like being in, I don't know, somewhere very tropical. But I didn't go in the water purely and simply because I thought, what will everybody think of me? They'll be horrified at how absolutely fucking enormous I was. So I don't think I was much fatter than I am now in reality. But at that time in my head, I was absolutely abominable, (laughs) which is just ridiculous. And I know from spending time with friends and family, like I said before, particularly females, how much that delusion can actually impact your real life. So as a result of that delusion, and it was a delusion, it was completely untrue, nobody would have cared less whether I was in a swimming costume or not because everybody else on the beach was probably having a similar delusion about how grotesquely fat they were at the same time. But I didn't go in the sea, and that is something that, like, still plays in my head now that I didn't go in the sea on that holiday because I wanted to so bad, but I didn't because I deluded myself into believing something that was very, very detrimental for me. So now I don't do that anymore. I delude myself the other way, particularly in that area. Well, in every area, to be honest, but... I wake up in the morning and I will make sure that I leave the house feeling like the bad bitch that I am because I don't allow myself to believe that delusion anymore. My delusion now benefits the way that I feel about myself. Another example of where you might be deluding yourself in a negative way is in your career. This is another area where people get serious imposter syndrome and therefore don't go for things that they should be going for. So they might have thoughts like if they're asked to go for a job that's quite a bit higher up than the role that they're currently in, that they're not qualified enough for, other people would think that they're like cheeky for applying for something that's above the stations or that they make a mess of the presentation that they have to do in the interview and everybody would laugh at them or that the colleagues wouldn't want to be friends with them anymore or that somebody else would be better who's also going for the role or that you'd be stepping on people's toes. It's all bollocks. That's a delusion that you've created to keep you in your comfort zone and nothing good, as we know, ever happens in your comfort zone. But that delusion is still dangerous and detrimental to you because it's going to keep you stuck and not reaching any further towards your goals or your ambitions or your desires because you're scared of this bullshit story that you've made up in your head that's keeping you safe. So just like the fact that I didn't go in the water after enduring a two-hour Ryanair flight to get there to sit on this beautiful beach in a fully dressed outfit because I deluded myself into thinking that I was too fat to go in the water. The result of that ended up being that I didn't enjoy myself 
And the result of you not going for a job would be that you've missed an opportunity that could have been really great. Maybe it wouldn't be, but maybe it would. And you'll never find that out because you've stayed stuck where you are. Before I started this podcast, all sorts of shit went through my mind. I was deluding myself into thinking all sorts of things. And I'm so glad now that I did start it because a year later, this podcast has got well over 20,000 downloads now and is listened to in every continent in the world. And that is just absolutely mind-blowing for me. And what a massive opportunity I would have missed if I hadn't have gone for that, if I'd have listened to that delusion instead of creating a new one for myself. One more area that you might find you create delusions for yourself is in relationships or whether that be about getting into a new relationship or whether it's about a relationship that you are already in. I'm sure that if you've been in a relationship before then you're you'll know what it feels like when you convince yourself of a situation that hasn't actually happened. So maybe your partner's gone out to the pub or something and you've rang them and they've not rung you back for like two hours and then before you know it, your mind is running away with yourself and it's creating this massive story, this completely false narrative about that they've run off with somebody else and that they're planning to leave you and they don't like you and all all of this absolute nonsense that's not true. And in actual fact, the battery's just died. Or even if you're not in a relationship and somebody asks you to go on a date and you create this delusion in your head where everything's going to go wrong, it's going to be really awkward, it's going to be embarrassing, you're not going to have anything to say, they're not going to like you, you're not going to like them and it's just going to be super awkward. So as a result of that, you either in the first case scenario fuck up your relationship because you're constantly accusing people of doing stuff that they're not doing or that they might be cheating on you or they might be doing this or that when nothing's really wrong in that relationship or you don't go on the date and you miss the opportunity to meet somebody that you might have been in a really happy relationship with because of your delusional thoughts. So there's three examples of ways in which you might delude yourself every day. So the first one is to do with your image. So it might not be that you've deemed yourself too fat like I used to do. It might be that you're too short or too tall or too loud or too shy or anything that begins with two. If it starts with two, it's probably bollocks. Stick with that rule. Second one is career opportunities and going for things that are going to advance you further and create new experiences for you in your work. Or the third one is in relationships, either cocking up the relationship that you're in because of creating false narratives about what's happening when it's not, or not going for it because you are concerned that a date might go wrong. So there's three very common areas which we delude ourselves in. And I'm sure there are another million, but I won't continue giving you any more examples because I think you've got the picture now. So what can you do then to create a delusion for yourself that is going to benefit you? Well, the first thing to do is to think of an area where you believe you might be deluding yourself negatively and write down every single 
negative thought that comes up to do with that scenario. And don't do this right when you're in the thick of thinking those negative thoughts, because if you are, then it's going to be really difficult to do this next part. So think of them after you've had them and write them down when you're feeling a little bit more neutral. So write down these thoughts, these negative thoughts, and then go through them with a fine tooth comb and pick them apart and think, what evidence do I actually have to support this idea? I'll use just one as an example. So let's think about the career opportunity. So there's a new job come up that is maybe two or three steps higher up the career ladder than you are currently at and you're fancying going for this job. You write down as one of your delusional thoughts, everybody in the office will be mad at me because in that moment you're feeling threatened by the idea that you're not good enough for this job and that people would think you were cheeky and rude and how do, who does she think she is or who does he think he is. So that's your thought. People will be, everybody in the office will be mad at me for if I go for this job. Bollocks. But that's the thought. So then you're going to sit down with that particular thought, which I'm sure goes with lots of other thoughts that are stopping you from going for the job, and think about what evidence have you got to support that everybody in the office is going to be mad at you. Has anybody told you that they're going to be mad at you for going for that job? Not for even getting the job, just for going for the job. Has anybody told you that? Probably not. And so on and so on. And you're going to try and find evidence to support it. And what you'll realise is that there is minimal evidence to support any of these delusional negative thoughts that you've created around this particular scenario. So once you've done that, you are going to then start collecting evidence that goes against it. So let's say you go into the office and you have the courage to tell Barbara, who works in accounts, that you are going to go for the position of being her boss. I'm just making this up as I go along. But let's say that you're going to go for this and Barbara's one of your pals. You love a good latte with Barbara at lunch. So Barbara is either going to do one of two things. She's going to say, no, you're fucking not. I'll be absolutely fuming at you if you go with that for that job. Who do you think you are, you cheeky cow? Or she's probably going to say, absolutely, you should go for it. You're brilliant at this. You're brilliant at that. This would be the perfect job for you. We'd be thrilled. Then you have got a piece of evidence that supports your new delusion. So you think, oh, actually, no, Barbara's right. I am shit hot at doing that. And it sounds like she'd actually be really pleased for me and so on. And you're going to do that and try and find some evidence to support the opposite of that negative statement. And what you'll find is that you end up with absolutely loads. And when you read that new evidence back, it will become very hard for you to stick with that negative delusion because there's no evidence that supports it or absolute minimal evidence. But yet there's so much evidence to support the opposite delusion. And therefore, the more you're reading that and the more that you're thinking about that, you're rewiring your subconscious mind to accept this new truth that actually you're more than good enough for the job. Everybody would be thrilled if you got that job. Everybody's on your team. There's no reason for you to not go for it. And then 
that's going to give you the confidence to apply for the job. And guess what? You might not get the job, but you might. So it's having that opportunity to move yourself forward in your career or in whatever area it is in your life. Because delusions, whether or not they are detrimental or beneficial, both create a result. And in this scenario, the result of having a detrimental delusion is that you miss an opportunity and the result of having of having changed that into a beneficial delusion is that you go for an opportunity so it's really important that we rewire them so that they're supporting us to move forward with whatever it is that we are going after now obviously these are only three areas that I've picked out because I think they're probably the three areas that most people will be able to relate to. So talking about body image, career, relationships, they're they're areas that most people hold some kind of strong beliefs about. So that's why I've gone for those. But this can apply to absolutely anything, anything at all in your life. But please try this out with one thing this week where you write down all of those negative delusions and start to collect evidence to disprove them. And you'll realise that this is such a good hack for moving yourself forward in general and for creating your manifestations. It's one of my favourite things to do. Aside from all of that, this is a really, really good method of improving your confidence in all areas of your life because you can start becoming delusional and you're almost acting the part before you're in it. And if you know anything about law of attraction and manifestation, etc., then you'll already know that acting as if and becoming delusional is a massive part of that. But I do really feel like this has been one of the most transformational things for my confidence has been doing this, this particular strategy, And I really wanted to share that with you today because although people believe that I've always been really confident, I've not always been really confident. I have in some areas. I've always been fairly loud and a bit outspoken, I suppose, but I've not always been as confident as I am now. And it's very freeing to feel confident in all areas of your life. And I still, every day, have got things that I have to overcome all the time like everybody else as it's not um you know this is not a final destination you're always doing the work you're always working on yourself and you're always overcoming your next boundary and and you'll be doing that all of your life but little tricks like this becoming delusional can really help propel you forward and can really massively improve your confidence because There's certainly times in my life where I would have never had the confidence to live the way that I do now. And I'm really, really grateful to have that confidence because it's it's really important and you're held back a lot if you don't have it. So I hope that you will try that little tip this week. So just as a very quick recap, find an area of your life where you believe you might be being negatively delusional. When you are not in the thick of it, write down all of the thoughts that are coming up that you're telling yourself, all of these negative things that you're telling yourself about that particular scenario. Write them all down, go through them, 
try and find some evidence to support them and notice that there'll be very little evidence to support those negative delusions and then start collecting evidence to support the opposite of that negative delusion until it's undeniable that actually that's bullshit and that this new delusion is the one that you are going to go with and let me know how you go on. I will see you after Christmas. I hope that you have an amazing Christmas and that you drink all the mince pies and all of the Baileys and all of the Quality Street or whatever it is that you have. I would love to wish you all a Merry Christmas in every language of every country that this podcast being listened to. But you know, because I'm Mrs. Worldwide now, delusional, <laughs> it would take another full podcast episode. So I'm wishing you and your families a very Merry Christmas And I hope that you have a good one. I will speak to you soon. See you later.